Hey everybody, we are live. It's Monday. I got so much to tell you, but we are specifically going to be focusing on how to pass NCLEX. The topic for today is therapeutic communication, plus we have some Monday motivation. This is the week of changes. Some big things are happening here at Remar. I cannot wait for you guys to get to next week with me. I'm already in next week. I'm already at Black Friday. I know you guys have been hearing a lot about it. Black Friday, we have our largest NCLEX review that we do in a single day. I have a four-hour NCLEX review plus a huge sale coming on some amazing products. But I know you guys have been hearing about this. Why do people think me giving away $500 every hour is like not a thing? Like people think that this is a scam. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a scam. I told you guys. We have been saving for you. I think just because nursing students are in this space, they may be used to people taking advantage of them, right? And maybe people don't know Remar. So when they see that I'm giving away $500 every hour, it's like, no, she's not doing that. No, that's not possible. But yes, if you know Remar, we do giveaways all the time. This is not new for us. So yes, every hour, if you sign up for that NCLEX review, I'm going to be giving away $500. That's just what it is. And whatever you choose to do with that money, you can choose to do with it. I don't care if you go out and buy gas for everybody in your family, buy Christmas presents, pay bills. It doesn't matter. We just want to be a blessing to you. So yes, we are giving away $500 every hour during that review. It's no joke. It's no joke. It's no scam. Sign up. So it's really easy to do. All you have to do, all you have to do is go to, go to remarnurse.com forward slash Black Friday. Okay. Black Friday. And you're just going to sign up for the NCLEX review. So all you have to give me, I don't know if somebody else, listen, all you guys have to give me is your name, email address, and phone number. That's it. If you're on my site, that's all that I'm asking you guys to do. So Black Friday is going to be really big. I know you guys may have heard about some other things. And listen, you can sign up for the Black Friday review, even if you have the VT already. It doesn't matter to me. This, this review is going to be heavy next generation NCLEX. So even if you have the VT, even if you have the, um, the quick facts, it doesn't matter. Sign up to come to this review because I'm going to be doing um, a lot of clinical instruction. I'm going to be doing MAR reconciliations, things like that, that if you are preparing for next generation NCLEX, you'll want to be there. And even if you're not taking next generation NCLEX, I'm going over content as well from the VT. So tap in, tap in, guys. It's the Friday after Thanksgiving, four hours. You're going to get an amazing review. Yes. There's an opportunity to win $500, but to me, that's the smallest thing because if you get your nursing license, if one of you gets your nursing license because you attended Black Friday, then you're going to get a huge cash payout, much more than I could ever give you. You're going to get that nurse's salary, that nurse's annual salary, which is many, 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 many times greater than $500. So that's the real payout, the knowledge that you're going to get, the experience that you're going to get. So sign up for Black Friday. It's happening. We're on the countdown now. We're on the countdown. Here we go, guys. Let's get into therapeutic communications, though. That's our topic for today, therapeutic communications. We're going to do the topic, and then we're going to do some NCLEX practice questions to get us in the 
passing mood, passing mood. So therapeutic communication, what is it? When we talk about communication specifically, we are talking about the process of understanding and sharing meaning. So in nursing, we know a lot of communication is verbal and nonverbal in their expressions. So communication is essentially the means by which we as people influence the behavior of another person, right? We are wanting them to see our perspective, do what we're doing, right? Um, and so we're leading somebody with the responsibility that we have as nurses to a successful outcome with our nursing interventions. So that's communication and communication by itself is great. Like, so you communicate with your spouse, you communicate with your children, you communicate with bill collectors. But for nursing, we are more concerned with this type of communication. What type of communication is that? It is a therapeutic communication. And that's different. <laughs> that's different. So your therapeutic communication between nurse and patient, this is a, a mutual learning experience. And we are trying to correct an emotional experience for the client as well. So NCLEX is specifically looking for how you are allowing your patient to verbalize themselves. Because it's in, in a regular communication, it's about both parties equally, right? It's about I'm saying something, you're saying something, they both matter. Therapeutic communication with nurses, it's what is the patient saying and how can we get them to say more? Why is the patient the priority over yourself? It's never the nurse that's the priority in therapeutic communication. It's always asking about the patient. How can we uh, help positively emotionally support the patient. So that's the goal, all right? Um, so the goals here are going to be to establish a therapeutic nurse-patient relationship, okay? To identify the client's most important needs. To also, we're gonna be assessing the client's perception and the problem. How is the client thinking about the problem, okay? And also to facilitate the client's expression of their emotions or feelings because sometimes patients don't know how to express themselves. So we can give them tools to do that, okay? Um, also, we're helping the patient in realizing who they are, accepting their self, and, and it, of course, increasing genuine self-respect. It also helps them in problem solving. It also helps to clarify the area of conflict and anxiety that they may be experiencing and to identify the client's strengths and weaknesses. And this will help you when you are developing a plan of care. So there are some therapeutic communication techniques that, um, that I'm going to be presenting today. I'm looking at my workbook because we do go over therapeutic communication as well in the, in the virtual trainer student workbook. So 
the ones that I have for today's lecture are going to be active listening, right? We need to stop and listen to our patient because clarifying that they, clarifying that they understand and know what's going on is so important, okay? Um, broad openings. Broad openings mean to encourage the client to select topics for discussion. The, the communication with your patient should be patient-led and not just you. It should be patient-led. All right. Um, clarifying as well is providing a means for making the message clearer. And I'm looking in the VT workbook. And if you have the registered nurse book, it's on page 126. Okay. So on page 126, if your book, if you haven't gotten there yet, we're using the technique here, solar. So there are some that I'll be talking about today that will be um, in addition to what you have here. All right. So this is the RN book. I don't, I don't know if you know what page it is for PN, put it in the comments. Other therapeutic communication techniques are exploring. Exploring with your client means examining important ideas, experiences more fully, also focusing, which is directing the conversation and keeping it on task and informing the client, meaning giving information to the client. Now, this is very important that you know also what not to be doing. And I saw some guys put um, things that you should not be doing. So approval, approval. It Listen, we have to learn this. When Whenever you're doing therapeutic communication, your job as the nurse is not to say something is good or bad. Okay, don't say if something is good or bad. Don't give your own advice. That is huge for NCLEX. Do not give any advice about what you would do if you were in the situation. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. You're not in the situation. This is the patient needing to be in a space where they can make the best decisions for themselves. All right, so let's keep that in mind. Uh, approval, we're not doing that, okay? Um, Asking excessive questions, demanding too many questions to the client. All right, what, what, what are you asking a whole bunch of questions about? Make sure that every question that you ask has a purpose. Changing the subject on the patient, changing the subject on the patient, that is so disrespectful and it is dismissive, all right? Even if you don't have time to uh, address the situation at that current moment, let the patient know that what they're saying is important to you, okay? Don't just dismiss it. Another thing, just like we're not approving, we're not disagreeing. You can't use your power, you can't use your power to put people down. So opposing the client's thinking, right? Um, disagreeing, disagreeing. I'm trying to think. Um, even if it's something that we know, I'm trying to, NCLEX will frame it as um, your patient is abusing 
cocaine, alcohol, marijuana, you know, most of us, we don't get into that. That's not something that we're doing. Maybe some people might be, but if you are put in that situation where a patient is telling you, I'm struggling in this area, it's not for you to say, well, that's a bad idea. No, you should never have done that because you don't know the experiences that have led that person to that. So what you have to do is sit there and take it, like hear what they're saying without passing judgment. This is a huge issue in nursing right now our own bias for care. We have a preference to the type of patients we want to care for. We have a preference to the, the, the type of people who we feel are like good people, good patients. And I don't care what anybody says. Every nurse struggles in this area where you have a certain bias of who you're used to caring for, who you prefer to care for. Even at the very core level, um, I can say I prefer to care for adults over peds. I, I don't want to care for a four or five-year-old or a three-year-old and try to figure out what's going on with them. That's not my preference as a nurse. And it's okay for me to have that preference. But what's not okay is if I am found in a situation where I'm caring for a three-year-old and I don't have a lot of patients because I don't want to try to figure out a health history on a three-year-old, like that I treat that person bad. So what we see in healthcare in the American system is that certain groups of people are actually treated bad. They're actually treated bad. They're not given the care that they deserve because the preference of the nurse is not to care for that type of person. And so um, if they complain of pain, they, they may not get pain medication right away if they get it at all, or their complaints are not taken seriously, or they're discharged without their actual problem being discovered or addressed. It's a huge problem in nursing, huge problem in nursing. So when you are, and, and we as Remar nurses, we have a higher standard. Like I hold you guys to a higher standard. When you find yourself taking care of somebody you don't prefer to take care of, I need you to think that it's not about you at the end of the day. Really remember that it's not about you. It's about how can you help to emotionally um, restore this person to a good deal of health. All right. But that's a battle that everybody's going to have to face. So disagreeing, disapproving. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. False reassurance. Do you know what that means? False reassurance here. Belittling the client's concerns. Uh, um making the patient feel like it's not that big of a deal, right? Patient comes in and says, you know what? I'm having a headache. My head is hurting so bad. And you say, well, just take this Tylenol. It's going to take care of it, right? Or this Tylenol, once you take this Tylenol, you'll feel better about it. That's the wrong way to handle that situation on NCLEX and in real life because we need to be doing what? If a patient says, I'm having a headache, all right, I'm having a headache. What should be our response to that? Even a very busy nurse, right? You come in there and you're intending to give medications and leave, but when you come in there, your patient has a new complaint, right? My leg is hurting me, right? And you have Tylenol that you're given for something and you say, oh, the Tylenol will take care of that pain, right? We're supposed to be empathizing. Yes, I love that. 
We're supposed to be empathizing, but we're also supposed to be assessing them. Oh, your leg is hurting? Is this new? How, where is this? Show me where it's hurting. How bad is it hurting? Let me see the leg. Pull up your pants. Let, let me see the leg. You know, when did it start hurting? This is therapeutic. This is therapeutic to the patient because um, they're, they're, they're verbalizing a concern. Even if there's no leg there, you still as a nurse have to say, tell me about the pain. Because, right, it could be, it, uh, what, what, what is it called? Oh, man. What is the pain called? Phantom limb pain. Yeah. Even if there's no leg there. So it could be psychosocial, but you still have to be able to assess and document these things. Oh, man, this is good. Therapeutic communication, right? So we're not falsely reassuring the patient. Falsely reassuring the patient, right? Hey, Rachel, this comment is amazing. Where is it at? So many comments. I started the VT last week and I love it this far. Cool. Very cool. I love that. All right. So our nursing responsibilities, this is where you come in. Thank you. I could not think of phantom limb pain for nothing. <laughs> nothing. All right. Um, to have an effective therapeutic communication, the nurse must consider privacy and respect of boundaries, use of touch, and active listening, and also uh, observation. Nurse must reflect on feelings, explore reasons behind each behavior, which is kind of what we talked about. Nurses must examine their strengths, weaknesses, prejudices, and values before they can interact more appropriately with clients. These are the um, therapeutic interpersonal relationship phases. You do have to know about these. Like these are terms that you should be familiar with. The pre-interaction phase, the pre-interaction phase, I'm looking for my quick facts for NCLEX book. Um, the pre-interaction phase is where the, the, the nurse and the client, you're both exploring your own perceptions. You're both exploring your own perceptions. And this is so important. This is what I'm talking about right now. Before you even get a job, you know the type of um, biases you you have, you're working through them, you're recognizing them, that's important. The orientation phase is where the nurse sets up trust and a rapport and formulates a contract for intervention. Now, one of the biggest questions you can have about the orientation phase is, when does a nurse terminate the relationship? How many people know that the nurse terminates the relationship, not in the termination phase, but in the orientation phase? When you're first meeting with that client, how many people know that? And can somebody tell me why you don't wait to the termination phase to terminate the relationship? I'm going to keep going. All right. Um, and so we, we're going to go back. We're, we'll go back and talk about that point. The working phase is where you are working with the client to promote change. You are working with the client to make sure that they are uh, meeting their 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 challenges, meeting their goals. Um, they are, you know, having positive thoughts about change behavior, 
That's the working phase. And then the termination phase is you're looking at those goals and you are saying, hey, you met them. Yes, it, you're, you are finishing up your treatment care or you're going to continue on um, on this path. You can, you can do it independently. But I have people who argue me down and say, no, Regina, you don't terminate during the orientation phase. You terminate during the termination phase. But no, there's a reason why you need to do it on that initial content. Let me see. Let's see what you guys are saying um, when you first meet them, because it's like a mission and discharge planning from the beginning. So they have an understanding. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. To let the patient know when you're leaving or duration of assignment. Yes, this is this is huge, guys. This is huge. When a patient comes into your care, you need to let them know right away. Hey, my name is Regina. I'm going to be with you from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. All right. This is if you're doing inpatient care. I'm only here till seven in the morning. So when I leave, there's no hurt feelings. You're not disappointed. You know the expectations. And so that's just like a small example. But if you're thinking of working in mental health nursing and you're going to be counseling a patient for six months or six weeks, you need to let them know that day that you meet them, that I am here for your six week behavioral therapy course. I am not going to continue on with you throughout your life. Um, I'm not going to be you. You have to set the boundaries. Does that make sense? So um, it may seem harsh, like if you just thinking like, well, you got to tell them bye. But no, it's for the best that patients know that you're not there for a, an undisclosed amount of time. They should know when you are walking out of their lives. Right. And so, yeah, letting them know they're aware of what to expect before and after. Absolutely. So that's one of the questions that you can expect on NCLEX if you're taking it uh about the nurse patient interaction so i wanted to stop and make that point clear so we are not waiting we are not waiting for the termination phase to set expectations of the relationship yes okay so let's get into it now we have our nclex questions how to pass nclex and then we are going to have a bonus question i'm putting it on youtube Today, I'm putting it on YouTube to carry us into our bonus question. Here is the first question right here. Okay, it says, the nurse is caring uh, for a victim of sexual assault. The client states, it seems like it happened yesterday, even though it has been four months since the incident. It seems like it happened yesterday, even though it's been four months since the incident. Which is the most appropriate nursing response? Number one, you need to consider that that rape happens four months ago. Two, I know it will take time for you to accept it. Three, tell me more about the incident that causes you to feel as if it happened yesterday. Or four, you need to take some rest. What well, say if you read more nurses on today? This is Monday Motivation. We're starting off this week, right? Talking about therapeutic communication. It seems like we're all on one accord, Facebook, YouTube, Facebook, YouTube. Um, and the correct answer is actually, 
It is number three. Very good. Okay. So the nurse should allow the client to express ideas and feelings more fully and also portray a non-judgmental and supportive attitude on the part of the client. Clients need to be reassured that their feelings are normal and that they may express their concerns freely in a safe environment, in a safe environment. Okay, so we got 200 people watching on, wow, we got 200 people watching on YouTube right now, and we got 45 likes. So we're going to get up to 100 likes on YouTube, 100 likes, and we'll be able to do our bonus question YouTube. So it's on you. It's on you, YouTube, today. Question number two is this, a client is scheduled for hysterectomy. The client states, I am so afraid that it will hurt me and can cost me my life. Which response by the nurse is therapeutic? Number one, can you tell me what you understand about the procedure? Two, you really need this procedure. Three, your feelings are normal. You will get a hang of it. Or four, try not to worry. Mm, there's a divide here. There's a divide here. Some people are going with one. Some people are going with three. Which is the better of the two? Which is the better of the two? Ah, <laughs> the correct answer is, if you chose this one, the correct answer is number one for sure. Can you tell me what you understand about the procedure? And the reason why is this is open-ended, right? The nurse should explore the client's feelings and let them talk about, you know, where they are with knowing about the procedure. And it also helps you as the nurse to determine, okay, they may need some education here or there. Okay, I'm moving on. Question number three, this is going fast. The nurse understands that the goal of the orientation phase in the therapeutic interpersonal relationship is to, number one, explore self-perception of both client and the nurse. Two, promote client change. Three, evaluate goal attainment. And four, establish trust and rapport and formulate contracts for intervention. Oh, if you were at the review, if you were just popping in, this might be hard. But if you did the content review with me today, then this is easy. Okay. Shout out. We got a new nurse on the scene. The best nurse, Regina. Hey, that's me. Thank you for your help. I passed with 75 questions. Ma'am, what did you pass with? Is it ma'am or sir? We're seeing the picture small. Let me know what you pass with. Are you an RN? Are you a PN? Where are you going to work at? I want to know all the details. I want to know all the details. Okay. Um, a lot of people are saying one. Some people are saying two. Ah, oh, uh, 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 if you were at the review, if you were at the review, this would be easy. Okay. November 11th, RN. Okay. I love it. I love it. Congratulations. It's the best, best gift you can give yourself. You got a new name. You're a registered nurse now. Congratulations. Man, amazing. 
So very proud of you. The correct answer here, I see the answers on the screen. I see the answers on the screen. They are leaning towards number one, number one. Okay, the correct answer is number four. Number four here. Yeah, number four. So in the orientation phase of the therapeutic interpersonal relationship, the goal is to establish trust and, and rapport while formulating the contract for intervention. So this is going to be very important for you guys to remember. Just go back and watch the video if you just popped in. That's okay. Uh, this is the development of therapeutic alliance, making sure that you are both on the same page. Okay, this will be the final question for us. Uh, YouTube, we are at we are at 77 likes. So we're trying to get to 100 on YouTube. You guys are almost there. So I'm going to do this question and then we'll see if we get to 100 or not. Here's the question. The client is anxious about her surgery. Which response by the nurse is most likely to stimulate further discussion between the client and the nurse? Okay. Number one. Every client is nervous before surgery. Two, I will be your guide. Three, can you share with me what you've been told about your surgery? Or four, no need to worry. Everything will be fine. What do you guys say? What say of you guys? Mm-hmm. Keep those answers rolling, rolling, rolling in. If this is your first time joining us, guess what? We do this every Monday without fail. And I'm giving time because YouTube, we're only four likes away from 100. So if you have not liked it, if you're on Facebook, get off Facebook and go to YouTube and like this video. We only need four. <laughs> we only need four more likes. The correct answer is number Three, yes, really, guys, any question, I mean, the, the questions, I don't want to say any question, but the questions that are asking for clarification, that are asking for um, more information, okay, those are going to be the ones who are going to get you that nursing license when it comes to therapeutic communication is very important. So by the client providing their own individualized expectations, um, explanations, this is going to not only help them to relieve some of their anxiety, but also their fear about the surgery process. Okay. And, and this is really cool. Um, this is something that should be done too, especially. Okay. Our share, share goal, it was reached and so I just want to thank, congratulations, you guys work together as a team. We currently have 115 likes. I just want to thank everybody from Facebook that abandoned Facebook and went over to YouTube to like this video because there was some, <laughs> there were a lot of you guys who were just like, okay, I just had to leave Facebook um, to get it. So we got it, 119. Thank you. This is the teamwork that makes the dream work. Here is your bonus question. You did it. Congratulations. It's this. A 51-year-old client informs the nurse uh, being concerned about sexual function. What is the nurse's best response? Number one, how many times do you have sexual relationships? Two, 
Please share with me more about your concerns. Three, you are still young. Four, you should not worry about it. This is good because this is tricky because if you just have one way of looking at therapeutic communications, you could get this one wrong because it's not always about asking questions, right? So I see that you guys are, you get it because everybody's picking number two, which is right. But look at it. There's a quite like if you think therapeutic communication is just about asking questions, number one is a question. And I know some people pick number one, right? How many times do you have sexual relationship relations? But is this therapeutic? Even though it's a question, it's not therapeutic. Why is number one not therapeutic? Oh, that's a good one. Because it is a question. It is a question, but just why isn't it therapeutic? Somebody tell me really quick, 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 quick. Somebody says it's not, it's not probing. Well, it probably, um, well, it is asking, it is, a, it's, it's what? Somebody say it really quickly. It's, in, it's invasive. Okay. Ah, it's closed-ended. It's closed-ended. I like that. Yeah. So it's too personal. It's closed-ended. So, mm, so it doesn't give the person the ability to, it doesn't give the person to um, really share their concerns because they can say it's just, what if they say, okay, well, four or five times or six times, that isn't really addressing their concern. It's just, it's just a number. It's closed into question. So they gave an answer and that's it, right? It's not allowing them, but two, even though it's not a question, it's asking for them to give an individualized response. Okay, not enough ability to explore their feelings. Yes. Okay. So this is the goal of therapeutic communication. This is the goal of therapeutic communication. Yes, it's closing it. So I'm glad we were able to get that bonus question. Great job today. A lot of you guys got five out of five, which means therapeutic communication is a strong, strong subject for you, which gives me hope which gives me hope. So nurses, when you go out into the field, it's real out there. After NCLEX is real. So therapeutic communication is something that you're going to have to use every single day. All right. It's time for Monday motivation across the nation. Be a warrior, not a warrior. Somebody struggles with worry and anxiety out there. This is for you. Let me ask you this question. Um, what is your favorite movie that shows about bravery? What is your favorite movie that shows about bravery? So here are some of the movies that teen Remar, they came up with, I, I mean, okay, so this is what they said, 300 Narnia, Prince Caspian, Hobbit, or Lord of the Rings? Which one? Which one for you guys? Hold on. I'll be right back. Let me go. Let me go. Because my movie is not on here, but I got it. Give me one second. Put the comments on the screen. I got to go get my movie.
What movie did y'all pick? Okay, so somebody's saying none of them. Okay, none of them. Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, none of them, Lord of the Rings. Okay, so I had to go and get this. <laughs> and I actually got it out of my daughter's room because I can't find mine. But so this is my this is my movie right now, right? This is my movie about bravery, about um, advancements of a civilization, about being different, about being strong. Uh, it's one of the things that I'm uh, attempting to do with Remar because we are a small company in a very big industry, but we want our nurses to have the same access to great information, technology, um, all the advancements of the new tests, all these things, right? So there are movies that influence us, right? I haven't seen these ones, The Woman King 300, Narnia. Okay. I gotta, I gotta maybe check them out. Okay, so the movies here, right? The movies here that we love, that we say, um, you know, show bravery, leadership, teamwork. Usually these characters are not always brave. Sometimes they have to overcome, sometimes they have to overcome a very um, stressful situation, right? So they have to put their fear aside in order to move forward. Now, you guys know just as much as I love movies, I also like to look at Bible characters as well to uh, look for experiences of having to be brave, of having to be different. So um, the disciples of Christ, right? The disciples of Christ, they had to be brave even after experiencing a failure, right? Because if you know about the disciples of Christ, when Jesus was crucified, they all left him, right? They all fleed. Nobody got crucified with Christ. None of the people that he was rolling with, they were afraid. Uh, and so they had to overcome the fear of seeing their master executed publicly, right? In order to carry on that gospel message. And so a lot of us in our lives, it's not that we are not afraid. You see people who are these amazing whatever, like, you know, you think of the bravest people. It's not that they're not afraid, but they get to a place where they cannot worry about that fear because there's something that they see around it that is greater than the fear. And for us who struggle with NCLEX, you have to see what's around that fear, which is your nursing license, your access to a different life, right? And it has to be bigger than the fear of doing something hard. The thing about NCLEX is that you have to be brave, but only for a short time. Literally, it's a very short time. You only have to take the test one time and then you get your license. So if you can be brave for just a short part of your life, you will reap the rewards for a very long time, a very, very long time. But sometimes people can't get around that sacrifice for just a small time. And so that small time ends up being years and years and years. And they put NCLEX studying down and then they come back to it six months later. And then they put it down again and they come back to it 
a year or two later. So I'm trying to get you guys out of that cycle and convince you that if you just do this with me for a short amount of time, it's going to be so good. And I love when Remar nurses come on here and they say, hey, y'all, I passed this week. I did it. You can do it too. Because honestly, that's what you guys really need to hear. You need to see that people are doing it in real time. And so um, your, 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 your heroes, right, they show that in every obstacle, they should not step back and do nothing. Okay. Um, they must fight and think wisely on their actions for them to overcome their obstacles. Yeah, that's what happens, right? So this is something, this is something that we all struggle with. At some point in our lives, we have to put aside your fear and your worrying for worrying does not empty tomorrow of its troubles. It empties today of its strengths. So every time that you worry, okay, every time that you worry, you're taking away from the current, not the future. You're taking away from the current situation that you're in. You're taking your power away from your current situation. And that's what we don't want to do. We say this, um, but it's something that you, you have to believe in. Take hold of it. Okay? You can. You absolutely can. You will because you're going to will yourself to do it. Right? You are going to push yourself to get this thing that you want. You must do this because everybody around you is depending on you. You are the one. There's nobody else coming in your family that's going to step up and take care of the family the way you can do. You've done nursing school. You have the knowledge. So now you must apply it to your life. And the thing about it is, what I've come to know is that even once you get this knowledge of becoming a nurse, you will use it whether you're getting paid to use it or not. You're either going to be getting paid to be a nurse or you're going to be being a nurse for free. Because when people know that you go to nursing school, they will call you and they're going to ask you for your help, for your assistance. I was getting ready for church Sunday, um, Saturday. I was getting ready for church on Saturday and I was running late and one of the church members called me and said, Regina, my daughter was in a bad car accident. Uh, they, she got a CT, then she got an MRI and the CT showed this and the MRI showed this. And I'm just like, sister Martha, I'm trying to tell her everything. But I'm trying to get ready for church at the same time. And I'm just like, nurses, when people find out you a nurse, they will require you to share your nursing knowledge. So in your life right now, even though you don't have a license, I bet you're probably still working as a nurse. So you might as well be getting paid for it, right? Take the test, get paid to be a nurse. That's what you got to do, right? Also, I want to leave you guys with this. Don't forget, Black Friday is coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. We got an NCLEX review four hours long. And let me tell you, this NCLEX review is going to be intense. I want you to sign up for it because I will be putting out a workbook for it. I'm going to take some pages from the VT student workbook. So I'm going to print those pages out. But the questions will be different because I'm going to do next generation questions for this review. Oh. 
also going to be going over the quick facts book with you guys. I'll be reviewing that book with you too. So this is going to be a great review from 12 p.m. Eastern time to four. We're running it. We're running it. No breaks, no nothing. So get your materials. You got to print out the workbook, get your pen, your highlighter, whatever you got to do. Sit still, close the door. Tell everybody, leave you alone. I'm at a review. And that's how you it's free. So you don't have to pay for it. This is the things that Remar does. We give to our community. This is no strange thing for us. Also, we will be, where'd that money go? Here it go. Uh, we will be giving away $500 every hour during the review. So I may just kick it off at 12 o'clock when we first start. Bam, first person getting $500. I would love for you to be live and see your name. If it's you, put it in the comment screen. You know, that is you won one o'clock, bam, giving away another $500. We're just going to keep giving it away until we run out of money. That's just how it's going to work. And I will be picking names from people who signed up. That's how I'm going to do it. Picking names for people who signed up. So um, sign up for it, okay? It's easy to sign up for. Go to remarnurse.com forward slash Black Friday, okay? Remarnurse.com forward slash Black Friday, okay? And I see people um, are, a lot of people are putting like, hey, my kids need coats for the winter. Hey, I'm not working right now. So I see y'all. I see the comments that you guys are putting on the screen. Couple questions that you have. Um, so we will be using quick facts books and the sheets that are sent to us for the Black Friday review. Yes, you are going to print out your downloadable workbook for the Black Friday review. And I will be doing questions from quick facts. That is correct. Uh, let's see. Um, it will be shown. I think we're going to do YouTube. Check for it on YouTube. Facebook. I love Facebook, but I think we might be doing this one on YouTube. So um somebody says when will the workbook be available for download ah, i plan okay so what'd you say sign up sign up for it okay that's number one sign up for it and i plan to have it i'm still working on it y'all know how i get i get so like i never want to just end it and so I, I i'm planning to have it to you guys by monday at least because the review is friday so if i get it to you monday then you got days to fill it out Somebody says, when, which day is Black Friday? Black Friday, Black Friday is the same day it is every year. Black Friday is the day after Thanksgiving, okay? Um, I passed NCLEX, but I'm still enjoying the motivation. Amazing. So somebody says, do I need to sign up for Black Friday even if I subscribe to the VT? Yes, yes, because... Even if you've already purchased the virtual trainer, if you sign up for the Black Friday review, you're going to get a downloadable workbook, which is not this. It's not going to be this. So you'll need that workbook. Plus, it enters you in to win $500. So you might as well do it. Today is Monday. No, no, no. So next Monday. Next Monday. Uh, let's see what else. Please pick me. Please pick me. Yes. All right. Anything else about Black Friday? What else? What else? What else? Um... Any other questions for me? Is it for LPNs as well? Yes, it is. Because the topics that I'll be covering are in the RN and PN virtual trainer. 
And the next generation questions are going to be applicable to RNs and PNs. I don't think they'll be too different. Like we're going to be reading, we're going to be looking at case studies, right? And we're going to be uh, looking at electronic records. Ugh. Yeah, it's for both. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to put that in the workbook. Um, so it's on next Monday. Yeah, next Monday. I took NCLEX and Pasadena, Black Friday. No, Black Friday is not Monday, 25th. No, no, Black Friday is not Monday. Black Friday is always on a Friday. It's always on a Friday. Okay. So you, okay. Yes. And also the Black Friday, <laughs> you want to sign up for Black Friday because uh, we will be sending out the sale information to those who signed up for Black Friday. And I'm telling you guys, something big is coming. Something big is coming. And I'm super excited for you guys. And I want you to get first access to it. All right. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? That's it. That's it. That's it. Black Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern time to 4 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're on the West Coast, you got to get up at nine in the morning. I, I spent two weeks in Los Angeles last month. And that that West Coast time zone is no joke. I do not like it. I do not like it. All right. Okay, that's it, guys. That's it. So Black Friday is on the Friday. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. I saw the book. Okay, all right, all right. So I'm it. That's it, guys. I'm leaving Monday Motivation. I will be back on Wednesday. You guys will see me. Um, you probably will see all about the Black Friday products and the sales and stuff all throughout the week. If you follow me on Facebook, you're definitely going to see it. I'm also on TikTok. So if you guys saw my TikTok video, subscribe to that channel, then you kind of got a preview of what we'll be doing for Black Friday too. So, hey, that is what is happening. I don't know the time in Texas. I don't know. Somebody, somebody put the Texas time, please. And yes, we do have a lot of international nurses. So our nurses from all over, I don't want to start naming countries because I'll forget, but here in America, we, we have Thanksgiving in November, and then it's like, it's the fourth Thursday in November, and then the day after that is called Black Friday. It's a huge sale day where a lot of companies, like, jack up their prices and then call it a discount, but we do the opposite. Our prices go really low, and we give away things, but we do this every year. Every year, we do a Black Friday review. So for some of you guys, I want this to be the last Black Friday that we spend together. Because I want you to get your nursing license. And then next year, um, you can buy somebody uh, the Quick Facts book or something else like that as a gift. Hawaii time. I don't know, Hawaii. Um, I was in Honolulu. I don't know. Is it six hours or eight hours? I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. The time zones. I'm not, I'm not sure. But yes, so I love you guys. Let me show you where to sign up again. You go to remarnurse.com forward slash Black Friday, okay? Um, Black Friday, and that's where you can sign up for it. This is a really legit question. How is the next gen gonna help? So why I'm choosing to focus on next generation NCLEX early is because I do have some nursing, I do have some Remar nurses right here in the community who will be taking next generation NCLEX. And for those of you who don't have to take it, I have been telling you guys 
to hurry up and take the NCLEX, get on it because it's changing. So as an educator, I have to prepare those new nurses for next gen. And I can't just do it a month ahead of time. I have to start preparing months ahead of time. But I, but I know that those of you who do the next gen questions or case studies, it's going to challenge you. It's going to challenge you to demonstrate that you know this information. So it, it is a matter of either you will want to challenge yourself or you won't want to challenge yourself. If you if you feel like, nah, I don't really have to take next generation NCLEX. I don't want to study for it or have it in my mind. Then don't, don't. Um, I, I, I totally understand. I definitely can see that that train of thought, like, no, nah, I don't want to do next generation NCLEX. But what I like about next generation NCLEX is that it is heavy on clinical preparation. And I think apart from NCLEX, as a nurse, you still have to be able to look at a clinical assignment or a patient's chart and feel comfortable with it. And so that is, um, that's my intention for all nurses to study with me. I'm, I'm transitioning as a company um, to help support next generation NCLEX items. So that's what we'll be doing. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so um, I'm scared to take next generation NCLEX. Any advice? Oh, my, my advice about next generation NCLEX is that if you can prepare for it, if you can get into a, a mindset where, you know, like, number one, many people will pass NCLEX with next generation items and you can be one of them. There's no reason why you can't pass it. Is it, is it normal to be scared? Yeah, because you've probably never seen anything like it before, right? You probably don't understand how the test works. Um, it, it may be confusing, but stick here because I'm going to get you guys ready for it. It will change. Next Generation is coming April 1st, 2023. So we're in November, December, January, February, March, April. There's like five months. There's five months left to this new presentation of the NCLEX. So literally I waited for as long as I could and now I have to move forward with helping you guys. Okay. So we're going to work on it together. I told you guys, everybody is watching. Everybody is waiting to see what Remar is going to do. I'm not going to disappoint the other companies that watch me. I'm not going to disappoint y'all. I see y'all following me on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. I know I'm coming though. So Black Friday will be um, the first presentation of how we are making adjustments for our Remar nurses. All right. Uh, many of you will be wearing, many of you will be wearing the Remar nurse shirt. And even though the NCLEX passing rates right now are going down and they will absolutely go down when next generation NCLEX comes out, people are going to be failing all over the place, but not my nurses not Remar nurses. You guys will be ready. Okay. So that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, do you have the NCLEX ready question bank book for sale? I don't have it ready. No, I don't have it. I don't have the NCLEX ready question bank book because we transitioned to the um, question bank. We transitioned to the online question bank. So I don't have the book. Okay. Um, Questions force you to come up with a diagnosis. Some next generation questions definitely force you to come up with a diagnosis. They do, especially the bow tie ones. You have to come up with the complication that you think it is. 
So yeah, so there's different presentations um, for the questions. We're gonna we're gonna go over them. We're gonna talk about them. We're gonna talk about how they're scored. Trust me, I got y'all. I got y'all. Remember, listen. Remember, we're gonna have everything we need. We're gonna have it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. All right, guys. I gotta get out of here. Sign up for remarnurse.com. Uh, Black Friday event is going on next week it's going on next week and as always you can you will and you must pass NCLEX I'll see you guys later bye bye